Good morning, London, and welcome to the MedPoint Health Half Hour. I'm your host, Ron Young, and pleased that you've joined us this morning, wherever you may be tuning in from. Uh, on this show, we always talk all things health, fitness, nutrition related, and today's show will be just like every other. <laughs> so uh, I hope that you're ready. It's uh, Thanksgiving weekend, and uh, I, I hope everybody's able to celebrate in a way that is safe and that uh, they can still get together with friends and family. I have a very special guest on the show today. This is a guest that I've actually been wanting to get on the show for quite some time. Jessica File, registered dietitian. Thank you for being on air with me this morning. Thank you so much, for Ron, for having me on the show. I'm excited to get things started and talk nutrition. So a lot of times, you know, nutrition is a very touchy subject, especially around Thanksgiving with when you're served stuffing and gravy and potatoes and <laughs> like it's Thanksgiving. I don't know about your house, Jess, but in my house, it seems to be like a five course meal. Yeah, we definitely, you know, we do, we get the mashed potatoes in there, the turkey, the stuffing, we go full force. Yeah. So I know a lot of people and, and Jess, you counsel a lot of people on, on uh, what to eat, what not to eat, maybe which way to stray. How can we make sure on a weekend like Thanksgiving that we just don't go off the rails, don't go too overboard, but can still enjoy some of those uh, nice, you know, comfort foods? Because look, the leaves are falling. Everybody's like getting their pumpkin spice lattes and stuff, right? It's kind of that feel good, you know, stew, chilly weather. But how can we go into the weekend prepared and ready to uh, not maybe overindulge or or any tips you may have? Yeah, great question. So I feel like Thanksgiving, you know, it comes around once a year and it's that time where you want to be thankful for your friends and your family and you want to, you know, you want to enjoy your favorite foods and you want, you don't want to miss out on any of those important aspects of Thanksgiving. So I would refrain from being restrictive. I know a lot of people, you know, they anticipate that they're going to have that large Thanksgiving meal. So they may not eat breakfast or lunch and just, you know, AKA save their calories for that dinnertime meal. When really that will just, you know, cause ravenous hunger and for people to overconsume when the meal comes. So I think still continue to have your breakfast and your your lunch and still have that how or that um that Thanksgiving dinner, but because if you eat earlier in the day, then you won't feel like you have to overindulge. Right. You know, you're not going to be at that point of ravenous hunger. You can still enjoy those foods and not feel like you're in that restrict and binge cycle. Right. No, that's a great tip. And honestly, yeah, some people are like, I got to prepare my stomach for like, I got to keep it open, got to keep it empty for, for what's to come, the massacre at the table, right? Uh, yeah, I think that a lot of people too feel like, it's a hard no with certain foods, but it shouldn't really be looked at in that way. Like, I don't know about you, Jess, and, and, and your eating habits and, and what you throw on the plate, but there's a lot that can be said about measuring your food because, you know, I was, I was always, uh, we do a lot of stir fries, a lot of veggies, you know, either chicken uh, or and with rice. Okay. But, what I found was a scoop of rice could be a huge scoop of rice or it could be a small scoop of rice, but you just never quantify it. So I like your, your tip about like, you know, kind of eating 
in moderation, but still enjoying. How can people best figure out how to like measure their food or how to like, you know, go into Thanksgiving equipped to not pack on, you know, the extra dressing and stuff like that? Yeah, great question. So this brings us back to the healthy plate model, the Canada's healthy plate. So um, I would suggest, you know, filling up on the vegetables, you know, whether that be the salad that you have in there, um, have some healthy butternut squash, whatever you're having at that Thanksgiving, and have that fill half of your plate. And then a quarter of your plate being the, you know, the turkey for your protein. And then the other quarter of your plate being the starchy food, like the mashed potatoes, or, you know, the, the white bun or whatever else that you have. Cool. Great suggestion. Yeah, I guess I feel like, you know, you can get out of hand really, really easily. And one other tip that I always uh, saw and sometimes I implement, sometimes I don't, is uh, just the size of the plate. You know, sometimes if you got a huge plate, you'll you'll f- want to fill it right up. Sometimes getting a bit of a smaller plate or, or maybe, you know, spreading the food out a little bit can be helpful. Are you a turkey person or are you a ham person, Jess? Oh, that's a tough one. I think I actually am more of a ham person. Wow. Yeah. Nice. I'm I'm more of a turkey, but it gives you that turkey kind of coma, right? Like afterwards. Yes. Is it the tryptophan? Yes. So I always uh, will nestle up on the couch after a big Thanksgiving dinner, and uh, you know it, it's just a good time to enjoy with family and friends. So let's um let's go into talking a little bit about how we can be conscious of drinking. Okay, maybe, and I'm not talking just alcohol. Maybe you love drinking juice. Maybe you love drinking milk with your Thanksgiving Day meal. How can we make sure that we stay in good limits with with what we're consuming liquid-wise? Liquid-wise, for sure. So it's definitely um, important to stay hydrated during you know Thanksgiving meals because they're that turkey and everything packed full of oh, sodium. Yeah. So yeah, I want to make make sure that you're getting enough water throughout the day. So I would suggest yeah, just having a water glass on you at all times. Sip that throughout the day, and then in terms of your alcohol intake, you know, trying to be mindful. The guideline is one drink a day for females and two drinks a day for for males. But obviously, it is a holiday, so just being mindful of your consumption and just having water throughout in between alcoholic beverages yeah if you find that you're super thirsty all the time you're probably like overwhelmed with sodium Mm -hmm. and if you feel you're super dizzy all the time you probably drank too much alcohol (laughs) that's a good guidelines to follow but uh just uh the other side of uh thanksgiving dinner once you make it through the apps once you make it through the drinks and and the turkey and the stuffing now we settle on this thing called dessert. Now, I don't usually have dessert ever in my household. I know some people like swear by it. My my father-in-law and, and just growing up, it was always let's have a sweet, whether that looked like, you know, a small Werther's candy or maybe it's a huge piece of pecan pie. They just always had to have that sweet kind of thing on their palate after. And it was just the way that they grew up. But Jess, let's talk about desserts here because is there a way to make like healthier desserts instead of just going to the well and and getting the pumpkin pie getting the apple pies you know what what should we maybe do in place of that or what other healthier options could we serve um to to maybe help you know look let's face it they just ate like a thousand fifteen hundred calories (laughs) let's hope not but now let's put pie on top, which is another probably 500 a slice. Uh, so tell us a, a tip or two about um, 
a healthier dessert option? Yeah, good question. So I feel like, yeah, if you're like my family, we have a bunch of, of different dessert options, whether that be, you know, the pumpkin pie, the apple pie, um, the lime, what is it? The key, cher- key lime key pie, lime, key lime yeah, pie. Yeah, yeah. You know, we have a bunch of different options. Um, but I always recommend having, you know, a bowl of um, like fruit. So, you know, whether that be um, a mix of your um, berries and grapes and um, pineapple and such and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So filling up your plate with some fruit to get, you know, all that fiber and extra nutrients. And then I think you still can help yourself to, you know, that slice of pie. Um, but just being mindful of, you know, don't have a, a huge wedge, have maybe yeah. a, a little sliver of it to yeah. still get that taste um but not having yeah not having to go for the, the huge portion size yeah no great suggestion that's something that i'll probably be doing because uh, you know I, I got a lot of young kids right i got four kids at home and making sure they're not getting too much sugar is always a battle and uh making sure that they understand uh what is good sugar and bad <laughs> sugar is really really uh tops in my book so Jess, thanks for joining me on the show. It was really cool to have you. And um, Jess offers counseling at MedPoint, dietitian counseling. And if you find you just want to maybe fix an eating habit, you want to review some of what you're eating currently, or you just want to kind of come up with like a, pl- a firm plan, you know, Jess is here to help uh, with anything and everything food related, um, habit forming, etc. And is very wise with nutrition. If you want to know how little you know about nutrition, just sit down with Jess for a couple minutes. I'm sure she could blow you out of the water. But um, she offers services here at MedPoint, in-person counseling or virtual counseling options. Jess, is there anybody that in particular you see or help or you just kind of see everything? Um, for the most part, I do see a little bit of everything. Um, I do see a lot of clients who are looking to improve their all overall body composition and kind of are looking for more of the, the aesthetic goals. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I do also have a lot of patients who are diabetic and need help controlling their blood sugar levels or, um, you know, have other, um, conditions such as, um, you know, high cholesterol levels. So yeah, I kind of deal with a, a mix of everything. Okay. And um, the other thing to note is dietitian services is usually covered within benefits packages. So you might even have access uh, to um, benefits that you weren't aware of. But Jess is great. You can uh, check out the website, londondietitians.ca, and um, send us a contact form or go on medpoint.ca. You can see some of the, some of the programs and plans. Uh, in, in most cases, uh, we include testing, BODPOD, FIT3D, uh, resting metabolic rate testing with a lot of our dietitian packages. So it's something that you're going to want to take advantage of. And who knows, maybe maybe this weekend, Jess, people are going to go all out and then they just have that guilt and they want to set the get back on the right course uh, as we go into um, the Christmas season because I always think it's just a down... It's a snowball rolling downhill. So it may be a good chance for you to get in with Jess now and start to set up those healthy eating habits so that you don't have a two month of, uh, you know, unhealthy eating, right? Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. So yeah, if you want to reach out to me, you can go on to the London Dietitians um, email or you can email me at my personal email, jessica at medpoint.ca. 
and yeah thanks again ron for having me on the show i i really appreciate it this was fun yeah it's been a lot of fun so you can uh, email again that's jessica at medpoint.ca you can go on the website medpoint.ca or londondietitians.ca but a lot of people don't know how to spell dietitians it's a double t not double. They're not beside each other, but there's a lot of T's in there. Look it up. LondonDietitians.ca. You can just Google it too. <laughs> or you can always email me, Ron at MedPoint. You got lots of different ways to contact us. We'd love to have you in. You can go for a tour and uh, even sit down with Jess and meet face to face. All right, Jess, thanks. And uh, happy Thanksgiving to you. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Okay. Welcome back to the program. Every Saturday morning, MedPoint Health Half Hour. Ron Young here with you. Thanks for tuning in on your Thanksgiving weekend. I hope everybody's having a great turkey day the turkey day turkey days i guess you could have turkey any day maybe every day is a turkey day anyways we had uh dietitian jessica file on the show on the first half of the show we talked a little bit about strategizing your thanksgiving meals what to maybe eat and not eat but overall making sure that portion sizing is kind of in check so you don't have that couch coma we also talked about some healthy alternatives to uh, desserts. Of course, apple pie, pecan pie, stuff like that is going to be plentiful this weekend. Pumpkin pie. But maybe having that bowl of fruit or having some other healthier alternatives is going to help set you up for success. On this half of the show, though, what I want to talk about is a little bit more on the activity side of things because obviously it's easy to take the weekend off, kick back, feed up, relax. Uh, but... We also need to make sure that we keep our physical fitness in check. And for that discussion, I've brought in Director of Operations, Hannah McCutcheon. I guess you're not even a McCutcheon anymore. You're Hannah Hodgins. Jeez, I'm not even used to it. But she's a kinesiology graduate. She's an exercise physiologist. She's a lot of many things to many people. Um, also a soon-to-be mom. Should call that out. Um, but Hannah, thanks for joining me on the show. It's been a few weeks since I had you on last. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm really looking forward to chatting about activity with Thanksgiving weekend and following into the winter months and talking to you all today. Yeah, absolutely. So when I was chatting with Jess, it's kind of that like that snowball that's just rolling downhill, collecting momentum. I always think that Thanksgiving weekend is the type of weekend where the leaves are changing. It's you got the chill in the air, so you want the warm comfort foods. You want to stay in, stay warm, sit by the fire, etc. How do we make sure that we're getting in our exercise minimums, and how do we make sure that we keep exercise as a priority when the couch is calling and it's so dang good? I, I hear you. I feel like once that cool breeze comes out, we're less likely to even go for a walk with our dog and we're finding it harder and harder to keep disciplined to the routines that we might have had really good routines in the summer months. So, you know, one tip I would say is, you know, continue to try and wear lots of layers when you go out walking. So that way you can shed or add more layers while you while you're walking to keep the temperature regulated in your body and then start to transition to indoor activity you know maybe if you're used to going for a walk every evening maybe you do a walk every other evening and then the uh, every uh, the other days you're doing something inside maybe you're on a treadmill maybe you're doing some yoga whatever it is that you want to work on indoors start to slowly integrate 
that now before it's too cold. That's a great idea because, yeah, I mean, oftentimes we get so ingrained in our habits of like, oh, I'm going to go for a 2K run or I'm going to go walk the dog now. And then all of a sudden, like winter comes and it just shuts everything down. So if you have those habits in place now, it makes the transition so much easier. And I loved what you said about just layering choice of clothing because a lot of people, I'm one of those guys, like I don't have rain boots or like any great footwear. So, you know, I'm walking my dog or out trick-or-treating with the kids and I'll step in a puddle and then my like night is like ruined. So I, I really do think that that's a solid piece of advice, Hannah, just like making sure that you prepare for the, the trip, prepare for the activity, prepare for whatever may come your way. So that's, that's solid. But, um, Hannah, how can we on the weekend be more active with family members? You know, I, I kind of set up this baseball game that me and my kids play on the front lawn. It's always a lot of fun, but is there some like things that people just don't think about naturally that they can be doing during this time of year? Well, yeah, it depends on the family too. Like a lot of families are getting together for the really good Thanksgiving meals, uh, really big meals. And then you get that food coma as we discussed before afterwards. So maybe it's, you know, planning a walk with the family before dinner or after dinner to help with digestion after you maybe have taken an hour to digest and then you go out for a nice walk you know make it fun bring your cameras get some photos in the leaves with the kids um you know have a family shot uh take the dogs out you know make it part of your new routine every time you have thanksgiving yeah, I think that, well, when I when I was young, I always used to, like, I could eat, like, a, you know, a 10-ounce steak and then jump on my trampoline. I don't think I can do that anymore, but <laughs> it, I always felt good about it because I, I just packed on some calories, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, being active kind of helps you stay, I hate to say, like, atone for your sins. <laughs> I don't mean it in that, like, grim type of way, but, like, it, it almost like makes you feel good that, okay, I just had a Thanksgiving day massacre at the dinner table and like had way too much turkey and stuffing, but like, I'm going to get out and go for a brisk walk. Or maybe it's a tradition, like you said, Hannah, like maybe there's something that you can start now with your family. Like maybe it's a family football gamer or perhaps, you know, even we talk about keeping your mind active, Hannah, maybe it's yard games, puzzles, something like that, that you can all, um, get around the table or get outside. And especially in COVID times, you want to be outside a little bit more and uh, enjoy things with family. What does your traditions look like in the Hodgins household, Hannah? And uh, you get to see your family very much? Yeah. So uh, I would say that with some of our families, we always plan like a really long walk or hike. We live near some conservation areas. So we always try and plan, okay, you know, instead of everyone getting together at like three o'clock, four o'clock before like an early Thanksgiving meal, we'll say, okay, everyone show up at two and we're going to go for a a walk right away. That way you're active right off the hop. Everyone's, you know, getting the, the bud, the blood pumping and, and, um, enjoying the outdoors while it's nicer in the afternoons. And then, then you get that over right at the beginning. And then you have all the evening to relax, 
you know, maybe enjoy a glass of wine uh, with your meal and you don't feel like when you go to eat, then you're like, okay, I deserve this. I've done my walk today. And just make sure that you plan for something the next day too. As you mentioned, after you've had such a big, filling, high calorie meal, you're more likely to not feel like you want to be active the day after or the day after that. But if you plan appropriately, make sure you get some sort of exercise in 24 hours after that really large meal, you're more likely to set yourself up for success in the long term, weeks following that meal. Yeah. Well, and it's just about setting up a plan. Like I always think of that thing. Peter used to say it all the time. It was fail to prepare then you better prepare to fail. So it's just like, that makes total sense, right? Like if you don't have a plan going into the weekend, if you're not sure what you're going to do, then, you know, things might get a little bit mindless and, and all of a sudden you, you've had three or four beers and, you know, you've, you've overdosed on uh, tryptophan and the turkey and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I, I think if, if as long as we're conscious of the food that we're eating, I think uh, portion control is the, the hugest thing in 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 times like these with holidays and like you said hannah staying active is very important and setting up those healthier habits then you come out of the thanksgiving weekend a lot a lot better off that's for sure uh hannah i got one more important question for you and uh i was actually surprised at jess's response but are you more of a turkey person or are you more of a ham person i am personally when it comes to thanksgiving it's definitely tur- uh, turkey, but uh, no, my family usually has both on the dinner on the dinner plates um, and has the option. Uh, we us- we usually make a smaller ham and and a full turkey. That way, we have lots of leftovers to add to our sandwiches or salads for the weeks after. Love it, love it. Yeah, Jess is a ham girl, but you know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm more of a turkey guy, but uh, yeah, I like them both. So. Anyways, uh, that's all the time we have. Uh, Hannah, thanks for joining me on the show. It was a pleasure to have you. Thanks. Anytime, Ron. And uh, you can tune in next week for another edition of the MedPoint Health Half Hour. I hope everybody has a safe, happy, and healthy Thanksgiving weekend. And enjoy celebrating. Uh, Hopefully you can still follow uh, COVID guidelines, uh, but still have a great time. That's all we got. If you want to visit our website, it's medpoint.ca. You've been listening to the MedPoint Health Half Hour on 980 CFPL Radio.